true joy can be so deep that it is profoundly serious and even solemn. Ash Wednesday is a solemn occasion. It is a significant turning point in the church's liturgical calendar. Today, we together begin the Lenten season, a season ripe with the opportunity to open our hearts because we have experienced the joy of knowing Christ. We open our hearts for God to search and renew the whole of our lives, shaping who we become and how we live together as a holy people in his loving and holy presence. Today's scripture readings emphasize how important it is for us to seek God with sincerity and devotion in every area of our lives. Even the dark places that we don't want anybody to see. We are to experience his forgiveness and his power to purify us into his own likeness. In a word, God provides the gift, the grace of repentance. This evening we're gonna look at the conditions we find ourselves in and how we might respond. Jesus Christ, our Lord, the central focus of Holy Scripture, proclaims with his grace and truth that the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe this good news. You see, repentance lies not only at the beginning of our life with God, it is not only the core reason that we observe Ash Wednesday, repentance lies at the very core of our entire life as those who follow Jesus Christ as master, as king. He calls you in the light of his goodness to examine the depths of your heart, to examine the depths of your heart with a readiness to turn away from anything that would stand between you and him. Opening your heart wide to his holy gaze and to the transforming power of his presence. This is a gift that flows from the boundless love and kindness of our God through the Lord Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Tonight I want to emphasize what St. Paul said in his second chapter in the letter to to the Romans. He says, it is God's kindness that brings people to repentance. His kindness in Christ. So what are the conditions we face? Well, the purpose of repentance can be understood if we consider a simple marriage. I can bear witness 
to the fact that my wife and I, over the course of many years, have a stronger relationship today than we did when we were first wed. Why is that? What happens? Well, in a wedding, God acts and establishes a bond of union, a covenant between man and wife. And one of the reasons this is so important is that it provides a context of security so that I can be exactly who I am, flaws and all, and I can be confident and secure that Amy is not going to run for the hills. And she can do the same, and I'm not going to take off. We're not going anywhere, because what God has joined together, let no man separate. Repentance has to be situated within our understanding of Christ's delight for you. You are united to him. In the light of the gospel and in relation to Jesus Christ, repentance is not merely a superficial act of remorse, but an opening of the heart to experience more fully the amazing love of God in a deeper communion with him. It is a turning away from anything that would stand in front of you being in deep and strong relationship with your creator and king, the true and living God. To turn away from sin, to say no to sin, and to turn unto him to receive all the good gifts that your heavenly father longs to bestow upon you. It's a turning of our hearts toward God. In fact, a reorientation of our entire being towards the radiant light of his love. It's one movement, repentance and faith. Repentance is turning away from anything that we would orient our lives around as a substitute for God. Repentance is turning away from that and faith is turning unto the true and living God. Turning away from what would want to enslave and even harm you to the one who wants to and has in fact set you free and provided life. Repentance in the light of the gospel in relation to Jesus Christ is not driven by a recoiling fear or a dutiful obligation to keep God happy. No, it is to be motivated by a sincere desire, a deep desire at every moment to be reconciled and in close relationship with your heavenly father, to experience his presence and his pleasure and to walk in his ways.
but we struggle. Why might we struggle with repentance? Our struggle with repentance often seems to be born out of the temptation to doubt God's very goodness towards you. If you doubt God's goodness, then you, this will lead to being tempted to take matters into your own hands and to take care of yourself and to rely on your own efforts and your own understanding. And you might actually be pretty good at this. Some capable people in this room tonight. But being good at this may lead to a difficulty in letting go of your pride and admitting your faults. Preferring instead to hide behind a mask in order to only appear holy when in fact your heart may be far from God. The weight of guilt and shame also sometimes overwhelms us, tempting us to question God's love for us, making it challenging to accept the gift of love, forgiveness, and restoration that God freely offers. So how do we respond? What can we do? Well, we can, we can begin to understand what to do when we understand our relationship to sin if we belong to Christ. I had a friend, I have a friend, who I called once because I was having a problem. Flying squirrels in my attic. I didn't know such a thing existed. I had a close encounter with the flying squirrel and I remembered that my friend had squirrels in his attic, so I gave him a call and said, what do I do? And he said, feed them. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> now you laugh because you know if you want something to go away, then don't feed it. My wife loves cats. We have two. I'm quite content with two. But if another cat comes wandering around our house, next thing I know, I look out the window and there's a bowl of food. Don't feed something that you want to go away. In the light of the gospel, we are called to turn our focus from our self-consumed lives to the glory of the truth of the living God. You see, we can't just stop it and stop feeding the behaviors and habits that are really tearing us apart in some way. We have to, we have to turn away from them unto something else. And that is the glory of God's love. To acknowledge his sovereign beauty, his goodness, his truth. You and I must humble ourselves before his mercy, recognizing our need for his forgiveness, transforming power and his guidance.
All of this is available to you because he himself has made himself available to you. And to have him is to have all of the benefits of being his child. Because of what Jesus Christ has already accomplished for you in his life, death, in his glorious resurrection from the dead, all things are available to you. You can say no to sin. And you have the security to confess your sin and acknowledge your faults. We are invited tonight to trust in the full sufficiency of Christ through prayerful self-examination and a willingness to surrender our will to God's, you and I can experience the transforming power of genuine repentance and faith in Christ, which gives everything to him because he has given everything to you and starves off anything that would be opposed to you walking in his way and being transformed into the likeness of his character. You belong to your loving Heavenly Father. You are his children. Be who you are and say no to sin. If you want it to go away, don't feed it. What will result? Well, as we embrace the gift of repentance, we experience the liberating power of God's grace, the weight of sin is lifted, and we are set free to live together in the fullness of his love and mercy. Repentance leads us into deeper relationship with God as we draw nearer to him in humility and trust. Repentance also leads us into deeper relationship with one another as we draw nearer to one another in humility and in trust. You see, repentance transforms our relationships, all of them, empowering us to extend grace, forgiveness, and love to others as we have first received these things from God himself. Ultimately, repentance is the key that opens the door to new life, resurrection life, a life marked by joy, peace, and purpose that's found only in Jesus Christ. As we begin this Lenten season, do so with hearts that are open to the loving embrace and transforming work of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. May God bless this season as a time of profound renewal and growth for each one of us as we walk together following Jesus towards the joy of resurrection life this coming Easter. And may the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you now and always. Amen.